Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Nevertheless, happy Valentine's. If you're able to stand with me this morning, could you please? The Gospel according to John. The Gospel according to John. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no one than this, that I lay down one's life for his friends. Greater love hath no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. I'm going to preach to you this morning on this subject. What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with it? Now, in all fairness, if you're part of the Valentine thing, I'm giving you your first clue. You see it at the top? Circle it. The rest of them, you're on your own. What's love got to do with it? Heavenly Father, help me once again to inspire and bring a word, a rhema. Not a motivational speech, but a prophetic, profound word of God that will lift somebody and draw them closer to you into the body of Christ. Let there be zero distractions. Let us focus. Let me flow in the Holy Ghost as I impart to your wonderful people today. Let this prayer touch heaven and let it unfold upon earth. Together we say amen and amen. God bless you for standing this morning. You can be seated. So what's love got to do with it? I would say first, I must define love. If the question is, what does love have to do with it, then my brain's going to ask, well, can you quantify or qualify love? Love is to want the best for another. Love is to prefer. To put it another way, love is to put yourself in the place of another, to feel their feelings, to walk in their shoes, to weep with their tears, to rejoice with their joy, to take upon yourself their burden and give them your life. The scripture declares that God is what? God is love. So if God is love, he must be the greatest love, the ultimate love that anybody could share upon this earth. God is love. Do you believe God loves us? I say yes. Then what must love do if God loves us and if God is love? What must love do? I think love must put itself in the place of another. So what would be the greatest possible manifestation of love, I ask you this morning? I think this is the answer to my question. That God would put himself in the place of another. That God would descend from the heavenlies into a vile, wretched, ungodly world. And not only stop there, that he would robe himself in flesh to manifest his love. Not only stop there, Brother Foster, that humanity, demented and delusional, would kill him because of his love. And that he would love us so much that say, you know, you don't want my flesh, you can't have my flesh, but you can have my spirit, and I'm going to dwell inside of you, a wretched sinner, Humanity, flesh, 
that naturally does things that are contrary to the word of God. God, your spirit, your love is going to dwell inside of me? Are you serious? How is this going to work? The supernatural is going to touch the tainted natural man and woman? Wow. To that I say, that's love. The supreme, the ultimate manifestation that God would put himself inside of you and you and you and that God would walk with you and that God would live with you and that God would guide you and that he would be distracted by who we are and have to work through our own personality. God loves me that much that he's willing to put up with me? Come on, somebody. God is willing to put up with you? Wow. To that I say, that's love. That's love. What the depth of love that God has shown. So what's love got to do with it? It has a lot to do with it, I think. That God would walk in our shoes. That he would put himself in my place. And the Bible says that he does know how it feels. Pain infirmities, disappointment, and that, yes, he would feel my feelings and he would cry my tears and he would experience my pain and he would lean into my sorrow. Why? Because God loved that he gave. John three sixteen is a love verse and chapter. But more than important that he gave himself, the writer there says gave his son, We know that that's God manifested in the flesh. That he would take up on himself our burdens and our judgment and our death. Why? To save us and to give us life. I'm talking about love this morning. I'm I'm trying to explain and answer the question, what does love have to do with it? That God and who he is, the supreme deity of the almighty God, the one that spoke through a burning bush to Moses to lead the people out of Egypt into the promised land, the one that parted the Red Sea, the one that did these miraculous miracles and the signs and the wonders that followed them. The Bible says these signs shall follow them that believe i'm talking about that god and i'm talking about that love Woo! so i've got to ask myself the question that god you would trust me with you god would trust you with him that's love i want to go out on a limb and say that's crazy love That's ridiculous love. That God's going to trust you with him. And that we know that God loved us. But I want to ask us the question this morning. Do I love God like he loved me? Am I representing God like he wants to be represented? Am I a reflection of the love of God that's in my spirit? We can shout and dance and hoop and holler when we talk about being baptized and being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. But what about most of us that live past that intersection and God's saying, hey, just love people like me. Be kind to people. Let my love shown through you. Why? Because I'm living inside of you and that's what I want you to do. And how many of us balk at that? Mm. So what's love got to do with it? It has a lot to do with it. Maybe it has everything to do with it. That he would give his life. To 
dwell inside of Brother Tony of each one of us. And if you're streaming with us online and you've never received the infilling of the gift of the Holy Ghost, that's the ultimate, the epitome, the apex of love coming from heaven and touching a dirty, nasty earth that represents you and I, the godly and the ungodly. But even when we're godly, how often are we showing or shining the love of God that is supposed to, keyword, quote unquote, hashtag, supposed to be inside of me? I'm working on a podcast. I don't have it all figured out yet, but this is my thought, Brother Renee. Coupled with Valentine's Day, as, my, as the grandkids say, coupled with my father-in-law's death eight days ago of a funeral, how many of us are showing more love to people outside the family that's closest to us? It's easy to show love at church. It's easy to be lovable around your friends. But how lovable are you around your own family? Hmm. I can't go in. I don't have the rest of it figured out. I'm just telling you. I'm working on a podcast. That we are easily in a position to show love outside the closest circle to us. Because we talk differently at home sometimes. We react differently at home sometimes. We respond differently at home sometimes, and maybe we're not the exact same person that people at church think we are. Hello, somebody. Can I talk about love this morning? What's love got to do with it? It has everything to do with it. As I assess who I am, again, I'm colliding Valentine's Day, and I'm colliding a funeral, and I'm all kind of, I'm working through it up here. That life is so fragile and life is so short, but God said, hey, I'm going to fill you with my spirit. So if God is love and he gives, am I walking in harmony with the love of God's spirit? What's love got to do with it? Everything. And so, yes, if you're a born again believer and you've been filled with the spirit, is the spirit of God that's inside of you the love that God really represents as he did when he came from heaven down to earth? Come on, you got to do a little homework in yourself this morning. So the greatest possibility, the manifestation of love, has already been manifested upon this planet. God has put himself in our place. And so there is no greater love, no greater love that we could ever know than the love of God. And if we pattern ourselves, and if we use that as an example, for el ejemplo, to figure out how this love works. If Valentine's Day isn't a real mushy holiday for you, maybe it can at least be an assessment of the love of God in your life and the love of God that you are portraying or giving out. Again, we like givers. We don't like takers. So if God is giving to us, watch me now, and we're not giving out the love of God, we are a taker. And somewhere I think God is disgusted with people that are only takers. Because God is not a taker, God is a giver. A giver of life, a giver of love, a giver of peace, a giver of... Hello, come on, somebody. And so our burdens and our judgment and our death, God loved us through that. And when you feel it, and when you don't feel it, it doesn't matter, it doesn't change anything, God still loved you. And if I'm going to be like God, what's a Christian? A Christian is Christ-like. If I'm going to be like Christ, even when I don't feel it, I need to still be lovable. Come on now, somebody. 
did a podcast a couple months ago, and it was entitled, and actually it, it, it rang the bell as far as the most views or listens. Is that right? Listens, that don't even sound right. What's it called? Listeners, Listeners thank you. In Espanol, E in English, E in tongues. <laughs> Linguas. And this is the title of my podcast. You may not like me, dot, dot, dot. And I know there's a quite a few that read that and say, that's for sure. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's cool. But part of my context of my casting was I was at a conference, and there was a speaker, which was a former FBI negotiator. And he was going to speak to this religious conference that I was attending. And it got my attention, former FBI negotiator. And he said, when I'm negotiating with people in hostage situations, I try to be very accommodating, but I need to let them know that they're not in charge. They're volatile. You don't know the reactions. You don't, I can't push their buttons. Yeah, you want a pizza? We'll get you a lot. What do you want? On it? You want the works? No problem. We'll have a pizza to you. But he made this comment that resonated with me, Brother Dorwall. He said this, you don't have to like me, but I do have to be likable. Mm. I thought immediately, that'll preach. And I wanted to do my come on somebody and I looked around and not everybody was so, I'll keep it to myself. I don't, I, you may not like me, but I have to be likable. Okay, now that's coming from a hostage negotiator. So I thought, you may not love me, but I've got to be lovable. Think about the people in your life. Think about the people on the job. If I'm going to represent Christ, you may not love me, but I do have to be lovable. And then you decide if you love me or not. But I, what I'm doing is I'm representing Christ, so I'm going to be lovable. I'm going to be likable. Now, you draw your own conclusion. That's on you. That's not on me. But if I give them reasons not to love me and not to like me, that's on me. So what does love have to do with it? Everything, because God is love. And if the people around us that we care for, we have to be lovable around them. If people are going to know Christ through you, hey, just think about this. If people will know Christ or people will come to God through you, are you making it hard for people to love God? This is what I've always thought and said. You know what? Our life, my life, Brother John, is like a big plate glass window. And they see through me to see God. How do you see God? Through people. So the question that I have to ask myself, am I tainting the view of God as people look through my life to see who God is? Is the window smudgy? Is it cracked? Is it dirty? Is it perverted? To where people say, ah, I don't, nah, I don't need God. No, no, no. You, you know, so, no, here's the thing. If they're going to see the love of God through my life, through my actions, through my words, through my reactions, through my heartbeat, then I've got to have a crystal clear view of between them and God. And what stands between them and God is my life. Hello, somebody. So what kind of love are you showing people in your life? You showing them the love of God? 
But now on a Valentine's Day, this is a perfect day to have a spiritual reset. And nothing you can do can alter this love. That love's going to shine through somebody. God's going to get his love to somebody. But what I have to make sure as an individual and a Christian that I'm not tainting or thwarting the love of God when God tries to love people. So when God tries to love people, he loves people through us. Hello? No good work will increase the love and no sin will lessen it because it's the love of God. What I'm simply saying here, you can't mess up the love of God. Now, you can mess up your own personal testimony. You can mess up what you are doing in your actions that people are reading. But the love of God is going to find somebody that will freely give it out and represent God in an honorable manner, a spiritual manner. Say, hey, you know what? There goes the love of God. There goes a Christian. There goes a man after my own heart. That's what it ought to be like on earth. And so if somebody's going to see God and they see God through you, I pray they're going to see the love of God. So when you feel it and when you don't, the love of God is there nevertheless. We cannot change it. We can only receive it and be changed by it. So what's love got to do with it? Everything really. It's the love of God. And I'm preaching to some wonderful people and those that are streaming online on a Valentine day in America, that we know we post and all the social media gooey stuff, but I just hope everything you post that you are living it and it's not just a facade. It's not just a fake, a forgery, a phony. You're not out there trying to score, but oh, wow, he really loves his wife. Wow, did you see his post? Wow, look at her. She's so mushy and lovey. Oh, man, I wish she was my wife. Look at that. Really? Is the love of God in it? Is the love of God there 24-7, 365? You see, here's what I know, that the love of God is with me all the time on the mountaintop and in the valley. His love does not change. It's not altered. It's not weakened. Hello now, come on. So if I'm going to portray God... If I'm going to be a reflection of his love, I have to live it. We can only let the love of God change us. For the greatest possible love has already been manifested. That's God. God has come down to dwell and to live. It is only for us to receive it and to do likewise. I guess part of my message this morning is that the love of God needs to manifest itself from all the wonderful people that are here today and that are streaming online, that people that have come in contact with you this week, that you make a conscientious decision that I'm going to spread and show the love of God. Why? Because God spoke to me and showed me a revelation on Sunday that love has a lot to do with it. It's not just to say I spoke in tongues, I received the new birth experience. No, I've got to live love. I've got to show love. I've got to dispense love. I've got to give love. Why? Because that's what love has to do with it. And so the mission today is to practice the divine and cosmic love of God. That God will be everywhere in your life. Put yourself in the place 
of another. Brother Nolan, you can come. Wait, hey, hey, I'm preaching. Sit down. You're out of order. Okay. Time out. Those of you online, someone interrupted my sermon. I got hecklers in the congregation. All right, let me see. Let me see. Let me, let me time out. Let me see. Did you say happy Valentine's? Happy Valentine's. All right, let me see. Did you miss my title? No, it's okay. I'm just messing okay. with you. All right, my friend. Hey, let me let, me, let, me let the people online see because they're being left out. You can zoom in. Okay? Hey, we have a winner here. Hey, hey, hey. All right, Sister Durance, help me. Sister Durance, would you help me? Sister Morales, would you please come up? And we have a Valentine winner. We're going to give her a heart of a box of chocolates. Woo! All right. Come on. Is there anybody else that's close? How many words are you missing? Happy Valentine's what? Did someone say happy Valentine's? Well, come up here so I can see you. People online got to see it. If someone yelled happy Valentine's. Wait, I haven't said any words. How are you circling stuff? Is there a legitimate another happy Valentine's? Okay, come up. I, I can't see too well back there. If you are, please come. Please come. Sister Dorval? Okay. All right. I, I can take two more. Sister Dor- Dorval, if you get up here. Okay, if, if, if I said that, how did this lady win? Okay, all right, Sister Sarah. All right, babe, bless Sister Sarah. Okay, did I really mess up? When you feel it and when you don't, it's there nonetheless. All right, come on. I, 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 I get it. All right, I got, I got one more. We're going to let you squeeze in and bless you. I'm sorry. All right, happy Valentine's. Now, Sister Dorwall, if it's okay with you, I'd like to get back to the spiritual portion of my message. I would like your blessings, though, to proceed. If it would please the court, may I continue? Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, Judge Jude. I mean, Your Honor. All right, give me a couple more minutes, and then you can all go celebrate with your mushy, mushy, gushy valentines. So God gave. And he chose to do that. And this is what happens when you choose. It's blessed. And God honors that. And so I want us to represent not only today, but the love of God in our life. 
open up that circle, open up that vir- virtual hangout and say, you know what? I'm going to love people. Again, you may not love me, but I have to be lovable. You may not like me, but I have to be likable. Some people don't like God. There are atheists out there, but God's likable. God's lovable. Not everybody I know loves God, but he's lovable. That's their choice. That's on them. That's not a God issue. That's a humanity issue. So if I'm going to be like God, i got to work very hard, Fernando, at being lovable and likable. I don't even know how I'm doing, so please don't grade me. But we got to grade ourselves and look in the mirror. Say, God, I'm willing to change, but I want to be lovable and I want to be likable. I don't want it to be on me. Let it be on them. If you're able to stand with me this morning, could you stand in my closing comments? I'm going to give you a Valentine pledge. If you're online viewing right now, I want you to stand with us if you're able to. I want you to join in on this Valentine pledge. And here's the pledge I will read. I choose love instead of hate or anger right now and every day. I would choose to replace an angry thought with a loving thought. It's not about what happens to me in life. It's about how I respond to the things that happen to me in life that matters. My response is what shapes me and molds me into the person I become. I can't always choose what happens, but I respond to that. And I can respond with love. Responding in love is the most powerful choice I can make. And if you accept that challenge, would you shout back to me? Yes, I pledge to choose to love. Yes, I pledge to choose to love and to represent the purity of who God's love is. Yes, I pledge to choose to love. I want to pray for us in closing. And with our COVID restrictions, we can take five up here. I'm sorry for now, but that's what we can do. And if if you just need a fresh anointing from God and say, God, I just need another touch. I choose to love. I choose to love. Heavenly Father, I anoint every spirit, heart, and mind that's listening today that the supreme ultimate example of love was you giving a heavenly life for an earthly life, the torture, the pain, the cruelty, and that you sent back your spirit to guide us and to love us that we would not only receive it, but we would give it freely. I choose to love. I choose to represent you, God. This church is a reflection of the love of your heart. Lord, I pray that you would empower us on this beautiful Valentine's Day, that not only our horizontal relationships are chosen with love, but our vertical relationship is chosen with love. 
And Lord, we send it up and you return it back down. And it's a reciprocal love that enables us to show people in horizontal relationships that you are a great God and you are easy to love and you are easy to like. And God, you are working through us to be Christ-like. I anoint the hearers today. I anoint every marriage, every home, every single adult, Lord, every young person, that wherever we are in the context of life and the scope of love that we think we know, God, that you would touch it and bless it and embellish it, God, to be a love like you would give and you would show. I bless them. I anoint them. I ask you, God, to do the same from heaven in the name of Jesus. If you received that, would you shout amen? Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.